Sunday, June the 20th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Before we get into our summer theme, we're finishing off the reset. The reset that took place at the heart of the Old Testament, where after a period of lockdown, the people of God were reset by God himself, having helped to journey through it. And then they were rebooted and powered up into a new season. And we've been thinking about what it might mean for us to be rebooted and powered up after our time of reset. And this part of the series, this final turn, is all about the call to action. That as lockdown came to an end, the people of God were called to get going, to do something, to take action. And we saw last week that under the leadership of Zerubbabel, and then Ezra, and then Nehemiah, in the book Ezra Nehemiah, two books in our Bible, but Ezra Nehemiah, one book originally. In the book Ezra Nehemiah, these three great leaders helped the people of God to uh, return and to reestablish and to move forward in God's purpose for them. Zerubbabel got the sacrifice at the temple and the worship of the people of God re-established. Then Ezra helped develop the spiritual life of the people, what we might call discipleship. And then Nehemiah, the building of the city wall and the transformation of the whole city in order to become an agent of transformation for the world. The up of Zerubbabel was followed by the in of Ezra and the out of Nehemiah there in the heart of God, resetting his people in the Old Testament and so much as we've seen to teach us and for us to learn about our own time of reset. I want us to look in a little bit more detail this morning about Nehemiah and how he responded to his call of or to action because his call to action is similar to our call to action and we can learn from his response as we think about seizing the opportunity that this particular season is giving to us. Just a bit of the background, first of all, Nehemiah was in exile. He was in a, a lockdown, although quite different. He was working for uh, the then Persian king in quite a good uh, job. But he was aware that this was a new season, a new opportunity for God's people. And he was so aware that Jerusalem needed rebuilding. And so he felt the call of God to leave the comfort of where he was and to seize the moment, to take action and to go back to Jerusalem and to start the rebuilding of the city. And the first few chapters of Nehemiah in particular tell us about this call to action. And I think the overall theme is that Nehemiah was an active responder to what God was doing, rather than just being a passive recipient to what was going on around him. And I guess that's the same for us. We're called to be active responders, to seize the opportunity of the time we were in, rather than to just 
passively respond to uh, whatever happens all around us. We can seize the initiative. We can go on the offensive. We can put our best foot forward as God calls us to action in this new series. So what can we say about Nehemiah? Well, firstly, Nehemiah's active response was thoughtful, was thoughtful. We know that Nehemiah thought and prepared a lot about what he was about to do. He thought and he prepared by spending a lot of time in prayer with God in chapter one of Nehemiah. And then in chapter two, we see him being very thoughtful about how he was going to approach the challenge that was ahead of him. He didn't rush into it, but he made sure he had a really good picture of God's awesome strength and power and a really good picture of the difficulty and the challenge that was facing him. Nehemiah was not going to quickly get going into action and then realise he'd bitten off more than he could chew. This was not going to be a superficial response, but Nehemiah was going to, with much thought and prayer, put his best foot forward into what God was calling him to It's easy to rush on by, isn't it? And not to stop and to really work things out and think things through, to think about what God is is actually saying to us. The the first part of the Kairos circle, if you're familiar with that, the observe, reflect and discuss is all about helping us make sure that we are thoughtful before God about our actions. So where maybe in this season do you need to be thoughtful about what is what God is calling you to. Nehemiah was an active responder by being thoughtful. Secondly, Nehemiah's active response was in community. He wasn't going to do it by himself. And this is so important about the story of Nehemiah and, and, and true for Zerubbabel and Ezra as well that I talked about last time. They were the, the first among many. They might have been the leaders, but many people went with them. And Nehemiah, when he walked around the desolate city, took people with him. And then in chapter three of Nehemiah, we get a beautiful picture of the church, of everybody playing their part at different areas of the wall of Jerusalem. It's a wonderful picture of community, everyone bringing their skills and talents and everyone pulling their weight. So Nehemiah knew that as he was called to action, there were two questions. It was not just what did God want him to do, but the second question that we can easily overlook is this. Who did God want him to do it with? Who was with him? And that's what we say, don't we? When you, when God's calling you to a vision, a new community, a new missional opportunity, what is it? But who's with you? And maybe that's a reminder to us as we think about our active response, as we think about the opportunities God's asking us to seize in this new moment, to pause and to ask the question, who's with us? Maybe you're trying to do something alone that really you should be doing together. Let me say that again feels important just as I say it. Maybe you're trying to do something alone when really you should be doing something together. 
And there are so many opportunities for our togetherness. You will know from the message that I sent out this week about the changes in the uh, the picnic and the services, about the opportunity in the impact community for us to serve. Something that we do together. Nehemiah's active response was in community. Thirdly, Nehemiah's active response was all in. He was going to give everything to it. And there's this lovely verse that um, after they got going on the wall, very quickly they got the wall to half height. Uh, and it, it says in God's word, they did it because they did it with all of their heart. They were all in. And anything worth doing for God requires us to be all in. Work at it, said Paul, with all of your strength. As if you are doing it for God himself, all in. I wonder whether there's a, a situation, an opportunity that we have, but we're, we're, we're trying to, to go through the motions of it. We know we should do it and we're getting on with it, perhaps quite faithfully. But if we're honest, we're not all in. We're going through the motions, but our heart is not truly engaged. Maybe today is the day. This is the moment to say, Father God, uh, you can see my heart. You know that I've been doing this half-heartedly. I'm, I'm, I'm recommitting myself. I'm renewing myself. I'm going to be all in because that's what you ask of me and you deserve nothing less. Nehemiah's active response was to be all in. Are we going through the motions with our heart not engaged, or are we too all in? Nehemiah's fourth active response was to be resolute, resolute. Nehemiah perhaps anticipated something that we should anticipate, that we should always be ready for. It was true for Zerubbabel, it was true for Ezra, and it was true for Nehemiah, and that's that when they stepped into what God wanted for them, Opposition was just around the corner. Now, I know that sometimes we say to one another, oh, God must be in it because it all went smoothly. Well, that might be so. But let's be real about the scriptures. Nothing went smoothly in the scriptures. And God was at the heart of all of it. It's a reminder that there will always be opposition. Nehemiah. Zerubbabel and Ezra, they faced opposition from without external circumstances, external people, people coming against them, trying to discourage them, telling lies about them, physically opposing what they were doing, having a different agenda, trying to infiltrate them. All of that opposition from without was what Nehemiah and Zerubbabel and Ezra had to face. There is always opposition just around the corner, but not just opposition from without. Sometimes there's opposition from within. There were false accusations and discouragement and fear and lies. You know, all those internal lies that we get. You'll never do it. It won't come to anything. You're wasting your time. That internal opposition was also very real. And we kid ourselves. If we think that it will not be true for us, mark my words, perhaps don't mark my words, mark the scriptures, what the Bible says. And if you step out on God's call, 
If you step out following that call to action, there will be opposition, there will be difficulty, there will be trouble, and it will be just around the corner. So like Nehemiah, we need to agree beforehand, number one, it will get difficult and we're ready for it. And two, when it gets difficult, we will be resolute. We will stick to our guns. We will hold the ground that we've gained. And how did Nehemiah do that? It's exactly the same way that we do that. Nehemiah had a physical strategy and a spiritual uh, strategy. He encouraged the people and he did himself. When opposition came, firstly, he prayed a spiritual strategy. And secondly, he posted half his men to guard against the enemy. He had a physical strategy. And maybe when discouragement comes or temptation comes or we're, 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 we're facing opposition of a different kind, we need to firstly have that spiritual strategy of praying and that second strategy of doing something about it. If you're tempted in a particular way, go far away from the place of temptation. If there's a place that discourages you, keep against that discouragement. If there's a lie that keeps going around in your head, then speak out the truth that pushes back and pulls down that lie. Do something physical as well as spiritual about it. And we know that Nehemiah, with this great kind of um double uh, emphasis of physical and spiritual, of praying and doing, he stood against the enemies with all of his people and eventually the war, the war was fully completed. So know right now that as you think about seizing the opportunity, as you think about the call to action, there will be opposition. And you know, that's why we need one another. That's why when Nehemiah started out and he gathered them all together, that stuff about being community, he said, he said, we're in trouble. Let us rebuild and we will. Then he said to them, it's all plural language because they would need God and they would need each other to be resolute in the face of opposition. And then lastly, we're thinking about Nehemiah's attitude and his posture as he steps out into action, Nehemiah, his active response was compassion. His active response was compassion. Nehemiah knew that it was about people before projects. He was moved by love, by the success of People, show me favour, God, he says, because of the way I have helped. I've been with these people, all that I've done for these people. We absolutely need to remember that whatever is going on, it's all driven by love for God and love for people. And it's easy in the task, isn't it, to forget that ultimately it's about people. We want to get it done. We want to see things achieved. We want to see things change. And we can push on and we can become quite hard hearted. Even in the midst of doing the right things. And Nehemiah's posture was to know, to remember that it's all about people. His active response was compassion. Have we 
lost? Or are we in danger of losing our heart for people in our acting, in our responding, in our desire to get up and go and do something for God's kingdom? Are we always aware that it's never about projects and always about people? It's about people because God loves people. Love for God and love for one another must always be at the heart of every action as we long for kingdom success. So a few thoughts then of the posture that Nehemiah had as he stepped out into action. As we come to the end of this reset season, this season that God has used to carry us through a dark valley, but to reset us and to uh, reboot us and power us up, we're beginning afresh, I hope, I trust, all over the town and beyond to hear that fresh call to action, to seize the moment, to take hold of the opportunity. And as we said last time, God just says, come on, do something. And as we are reminded of Nehemiah's posture, may we be encouraged to be thoughtful and to do it in community and to be all in and resolute and to remember that it's all about people. God bless you this week.